Hi, it's Leon Dolan, and my new book, The Marriage Sabbatical, is out now and available everywhere. People Magazine chose it as an April pick of the month, one of the best this week, a hopeful take on commitment, they said, and an innovative story about marriage. Mmm, sounds juicy. The Marriage Sabbatical, out now, available everywhere. You're listening to Satellite Sisters. What's a Satellite Sister? The person you call when the best thing in your life happens or the worst. The person that gets you up, gets you going, and gets you through. And every once in a while, changes your mind. This podcast is part pep talk, part weekly check-in. Like grabbing coffee with a friend. Thanks for being here. Welcome to the Satellite Sisterhood. You're listening to Satellite Sisters. We're happy to be here today. I'm Leanne Dolan. I'm a writer and a producer. I live in Pasadena, California. But today, I am the mother of a 28-year-old. That's right. Happy birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday to my oldest son, Brooks. He's 28 years old. That's a grown man, people. He's out of Mm -hmm. my hands now, right? (laughs) Liz, what are you up to today? Uh, You know, I'm just, we're home. We're going to tell you all about our trip. So I'm just sort of reorganizing. You know, we took two weeks off, which is, that's it just seems like such a long time. So just very happy to be back. How about you, Julie? Me too, Liz. This is Julie Dolan in Dallas, Texas. And I miss the Satellite Sisters, so I'm glad to be back <laughs> talking to you all. Of course, I just saw you this weekend, and we're going to talk about yeah. that too. That's right. We're alluding, of course, to our family reunion. We had a family reunion in Texas. Julie is going to kick us off. We're going to tell you all about it because it was a fantastic time. But we also have a couple of other uh, couple of other stories we're going to cover this week. Um, first of all, Julie, you have a funny story about how Uber ratings are just out of control now, correct? Right. Everyone is a five out of five, Leon. Okay. You're afraid to give anyone a low rating now. I know I am. Okay. And we're going to talk about it. Liz, you're going to just do a quick recap of some of the news stories we missed over the last two weeks, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> including this one, Leon. Elizabeth Holmes went to jail and I feel a little bad about it. So how Aww. about that? Yeah. Darn <laughs> it. Darn it, Liz. They got to you. The they the P- <laughs> And we have some entertaining sisters recommendations, including Liz. I want to hear what you thought about the movie You Hurt My Feelings, because oh, I can't wait okay. to see that with Julia Louis Dreyfus mm-hmm. uh from Nicole Holliff Center. Um, but first, the whole Dolan family, uh and, you know, kids and, and and grandkids and girlfriends and boyfriends, they managed to get themselves to Austin, Texas for a family reunion this weekend. There were 40 people, 40 very happy people that left. Julie, you and your husband and Trem, you were the organizers, the, organizer. the mm-hmm. instigators, mm-hmm. the hosts, our spiritual, emotional leaders. You did an amazing job. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for getting us all organized. But let's just talk about the fun we had. Where, why did you decide to do this, Joel? Well, why? Lynn, you know, I started to think about the family reunion during COVID, mainly because I missed getting together with all the brothers and sisters. Okay. And we just, COVID just made you think you you just can't count on it, right? That you're always going to be able to do that. Or I also started to think about, well, you know, families get together for Thanksgiving or they get together for weddings. But now weddings are all different. So you can't count on being invited 
to them to a wedding, <laughs> that, right? Oh, that's true. Yeah. No. I mean, people elope, they do small weddings, whatever. Or And I certainly didn't want to wait until a funeral. So it had really been on my mind that I wanted to host a family reunion. Now, this is not a new idea in the Dolan family. Um, it started D Dick Dolan, our older brother. He did a big family um, stampede roundup nearly 20 years ago. And Liz, you and Dick also had a roundup. Uh, how many years ago was that? Liz? That was five years ago, I think, wasn't that? Five, 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 five years ago. Yeah. And 2017. Then, 2017. And then, Leon, you are always hosting Thanksgiving, engagement parties, you know, birthday parties, whatever it is. We have a, we do have a spirit in our family of like being generous with each other and get, and really working to get together. So, I this had been in my mind. I was working on it and I visited a small inn just south of Austin, Texas, the Sage Hill Inn, and I just thought this would be a perfect place for our family. Um, but I didn't really know how to host a, host a reunion, so I turned to one of my satellite sisters, and I want to give Cammie, my friend, a $5 satellite sister shout-out because she had organized a giant reunion, okay? So I consulted with her. I took a meeting with her. I had notes, and she gave me a million ideas about what you could do at a family reunion, things that worked, how to make sure that there was fun for all ages because we had people, our youngest was five and our oldest was, they were north of 70. I'll just, yes, that, right? <laughs> just, yeah. just north, but yes, yeah, just north of um, 70. So I wanted to make sure, you know, and Cammie had said, oh, you just definitely want to have games and you want to have maybe sack races or movie night. And then she said, well, you should also have arts and crafts. I was like, art, oh. <laughs> arts and crafts. I was like, that's not a Dolan strong, strong. No, no, right. No. But no. I thought, I thought we came up with a balance of things um, to do. We, we totally did. did, Julie. You did. Right. We had a craft-like activity, which was the icebreaker. Okay. It didn't require a lot of skill skills, but what I did is I paired everyone in the family together and it's and I assigned them and we have a family tradition at Thanksgiving of making our own uh sort of cute funny place cards for the table and so I bought a lot of pens and I gave the assignment to each of you right Liz yes everybody yeah. you had to go up to who I had paired you with and ask them their favorite color uh and their favorite flower or animal I left that as an option and then you had to sit down and decorate their place card, and they had to decorate your place card. Mm -hmm. Which is great. It was adorable. Plus, the fun thing about that is really the five, seven, and eight-year-olds had the strongest game, really, in the <laughs> drawing animals and flowers. So yes. they were way out ahead, in, and like they I love mean, colors. I mean, it was so cute, Julie. It was fun to connect with people right away on Friday night. And then you use the place cards all weekend, which is also great to have. So people aren't just wandering around in all the group meals. You had said place cards. Fantastic. No, I, I did outsource part of the assignment to one of the little kids because <laughs> I was. She did? I didn't know that. Well, yes. Well, I was interviewing our niece Fiona's boyfriend and his favorite animal is a giraffe. And I thought, well, Youngins know how to draw a giraffe better than I do. So I'm happy to do it. Happy to do it for me. So I got a very unique giraffe on uh, on Bradley's name card. 
Okay. Yes. <laughs> there was a lot of sharing of talents. I would have to say everyone came with full hearts. Mm -hmm. They brought headbands and t-shirts because we were going to have pickleball paddles because we were going to have a pickleball tournament. They brought framed pictures of family pictures so that we could decorate the inn. And then the uh, everybody stepped up. Um, Leon, your son Brooks, the birthday boy, he took he took all the family pictures. Leo Dolan, uh, one of our nephews and a recording artist from L.A. I'm happy to say, <laughs> he 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 did a whole concert for us on the porch after dinner on Friday night. My son Nick was the games master. Mm -hmm. He led he led the group in headbands, which may be. Maybe the greatest game ever, ever uh, see. It's, it's fun it's for all ages. All ages. It's, that's the classic all age game. Okay. okay. And we had a very, very competitive round of Trivial Pursuit. Lee and your son, Colin, like he had done for Satellite Sisters, created a mocktail and a cocktail and did a, a mocktail cocktail um, um, a demonstration. You created a playlist uh, Liz, we had a sporting event, uh, mm -hmm. so of course we needed an MC for a sporting event, yes. and who better than Liz Dolan to MC a sporting event and give out all the awards and prizes at lunch. Mm -hmm. Sister Sheila came through with a wrap at the end on Saturday night, and I have to say my husband did just an absolutely fantastic job on a slideshow slow show because he is the family photographer for all these years. And he went into the vault and he found pictures of people that nobody had seen, right? Oh, there was nobody. great. I mean, people watched that slideshow for three straight days. Like we couldn't get enough of it because as we said, from the photos went by a little too fast. So we had to keep watching the slideshow to see who was in these pictures. It was great. It was great. Yeah. So, you know, it was wonderful. We had seven out of the eight Dolan children were there. Our oldest brother, Jim, and his family uh, were not able to come because of the scheduling conflicts, but which, you know, at first, sort of, I mean, I, we were really disappointed that we couldn't make the dates work. And then I was thinking, well, you know, it would really be nice to have more family here. And guess what? Guess what, sisters? We're from a big family, right? <laughs> so I put my thinking cap on, you know, because we had some extra rooms. And I was like, we need more family. And we happen to have cousins. This is our mother's twin sister, Eleanor, uh, her children. There are nine morning stars. Uh, and, I, you know, I was a little hesitant because they were clearly, you know, the B list. This was going to be a goalie. <laughs> A Dolan family reunion, right? We all the way around. I thought, and I didn't want to insult them, but I really did want to extend the invitation to them. I sent out an invitation, and 30 minutes later, the entire group had signed up. <laughs> They're always game. They're always game. They're always game. We love them. We love them. They're always game. That's what I mean. People came with full hearts. And the other thing that just made me laugh is because this was a Dolan Morningstar reunion. Everyone was on time to everything, okay? <laughs> it's true. We, yeah. we started breakfast on Saturday at 8 o'clock. At 7.55, there were 35 people <laughs> outside the breakfast. <laughs> and people had, people had flown in 
with they were front to Austin. Uh, so there were time zone issues, but it didn't stop them. They were still there. Like they were people were two time. or three hours behind, but it didn't matter. They were showing up. They were showing up right on time. That's funny, Julie. It's true. Every single thing. Like 9 a.m. start for pickleball, everyone was there. 5 p.m. start for cocktails, everyone was there. <laughs> I mean, we were just not late, so that was never a problem. <laughs> Julie, tell us uh, people a little bit about the setting, the sense of place, because you, you, you and Tram picked uh, picked the inn that we were at. It's in the Texas Hill Country, and it just was very special. Well, you know, we love Texas, and we love living in Texas. And Trem and I had visited this inn during COVID, and we, um, and this is the uh, the Sage Hill Inn is on 88 acres just south of Austin, about about depending on traffic, 30 th- maybe 30 or 40 minutes south of Austin, and it's and so it's 88 acres. It's small. It doesn't have large. It doesn't have a big hotel or anything like that. Beautiful organic gardens, vegetable gardens. There are chickens there a beautiful pool and then the owner of the of the inn is a giant pickleball fan so he built these i would call them championship style <laughs> they were nice it's a fresh. championship facility for sure yes. i mean with lights and there's a pavilion there and it just gave us all to have the whole place to ourselves was really, really special. And I think it made everyone feel special and feel like this was our reunion. I mean, we just, we there were no other guests there but us. And so that was great. And I think for many people, because it was their first trip to Texas, or maybe their first trip to the hill country of Texas, to see the beauty of the wildflowers, the big live oak trees, I mean, the gorgeous plants that were all around. Mm-hmm. I think it made it a very sort of relaxed and beautiful setting. Except for, for the snake warnings. There were some... Well, I mean, okay, it's Texas. Warnings. We have snakes. Okay. And where at one point when Leon's son was trying to take a family picture and told everyone to run around in a field of high grass, I screamed. I was like, no, there are snakes in Texas. So, but that's the other good thing. Everyone, nobody got hurt in pickleball. Nobody sick. Everybody came and left in one piece. And that's a great relief as well. Yes. Well, I thought this the place was so lovely, Julie, and it was special to be there alone. I think the highest compliment is we had been there all about three or four hours. And at the end of that day, everyone's like, I feel like I've been here a week. Like it was just <laughs> really, really, it was relaxed, but organized. And the staff did an amazing job. So, uh, and I, I hope we weren't too high demands. I don't think we were, but I think everyone was just happy well, to be Lee there. And I, and I saw you serving. What's that? I was saying, Leon, I know you were helping out serving birthday cake the first night. Yes. So, uh, so no, I don't think you were a high demand guest at all. Okay. <laughs> I think we are low demand, but we are very loud. We, yeah. as a group, we are <laughs> extremely loud. Yes. So you should be grateful that you were not at this place at the same time we were, because I can't imagine what it would have been like to be like in the dining room <laughs> next to us. <laughs> Yeah, that would have been awful. We were just enjoying each other's company quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, it was it was amazing place. Yeah, but you know, no reunion or family gathering uh, of any kind is complete without some sporting, some gaming, and uh, as Julie mentioned, there was a pickleball concept at the heart of this this reunion. Not just because she plays a lot of pickleball, but 
a lot of our cousins, people do seem to be honestly into pickleball from yes. all over the country. Yes. There were some ringers. Yes. <laughs> that that t- t- tier two invites the morning stars. They brought yes. some skills to the yeah. courts. Yeah. Skills, headbands, t-shirts, and paddles. <laughs> yes. They were ready to take prisoners <laughs> on the court. So because I'm sort of still on the injured reserve list, I was in charge of helping to run the tournament and then, as Julie mentioned, the award ceremony following. And I just didn't really understand how intense everyone was going to be about it, even the people who wanted to be in the loser's bracket, right? <laughs> so everybody's in the initial like brackets. And then as people were losing, they're like, okay, where do the losers go? Who do I play next? I'm like, Losers don't play anyone next. And they're like, yeah, we need a loser's bracket. So boom, at the last minute, we have losers fighting losers. We have winners fighting winners. There were people, there were winners going out in like the semifinals that then they wanted to get into. So I was like, no, there are no more brackets. You cannot cannot play if you want. But the the competition, we just need, need a winning pair. We just need a winning pair. So people, the good thing about this sport, I can say having just observed it, but not played it is you had an instructor there, Julie. She a pickleball like, pro. Yeah. A pickleball pro. She did like 35 minutes of instruction, a little demo, and everyone pretty much got it, even the people that had never played before, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Correct. Yes. And and I, I did not take no for an answer. You needed a medical excuse yes. to play the pickleball. It's true. That was very clear in the lengthy instruction manual. Yes. <laughs> Everyone is to show up at 9 a.m. and play pickleball. Yeah. Good. That was good. That was the way to do it. And so for the awards ceremony, I did have the little kids helping me as award presenters. And we had an, I'll just call it an interesting mix of prizes. We had prizes, Julie, that you'd gone out and bought, you know, some pickleball socks, you know, a funny pickleball mug. There were a few things like that. Uh, There were a lot of glow sticks and things. But then there were also quite a few things that were clearly, and you confessed, that they're all just leftover stuff from a fab fit fun box of the past so. <laughs> you know you know go into your gift bo- gift closet at your house and i put that all in the pickleball prize uh, prize bag yes <laughs> okay so we're a competitive crew people but people had a lot of fun so pickleball was fun next when we're just I, liz watching- please i you didn't mention that i was the winner of the losers so oh, thank you. Yes. Oh, good. And you better mention our brother, Dick, because he, yes, he, I part, we partnered with Dick. We were the winners of the losers. Okay. Thank who you. were the winners of the winners? I don't even remember. Martha. Was that Martha. That was Martha, Martha and, and her husband. Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. Right. Yeah. Two Cousin Martha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Again, ringers, just total <laughs> ringers. Yep. Okay. So that was the pickleball. Then even during the so-called relaxation time of the day, this place had a beautiful pool un- under an oak tree, which I recommend, <laughs> unless you have to clean the pool, having a beautiful oak tree hanging out over your pool looks delightful and provides a lot of shade. But even there, as we're just sort of hanging out, uh, swimming competitions just broke out. There was an Underwater swimming con- competition, <laughs> who could swim the length of the pool and back underwater. And then next thing we knew, we brought back the Dolan sisters relay medley. That is just like I did my the opening leg back where I used to be when we competed on summer swim teams. I was the opening backstroke leg. Leon, you were breaststroke. Uh, what is Morning Star again? Morning. Ringer with the butterfly, butterfly. and then 
Sheila, he, Sheila, yeah. Sheila bringing it on home. So we had the freestyle. That was not on the agenda. No, that just (laughs) spontaneous. That was not on the agenda at all, but it just (laughs) broke out. You know, I mean, I think you do a lot of planning and then the family reunion took a life of its own, you know? Yes. And then uh, the Saturday night, we were all sitting outside enjoying ourselves. There were s'mores being cooked. We were on the rocking chairs and all of a sudden, like the craziest, craziest Texas storm blew in with thunder, lightning, rain. So everybody all of a sudden ran inside and this, the inn had a little library. And in that library, your son, Nick, had invested in a trivial pursuit game. But here's the key, people. Make a note of this. Nick bought the 1981 edition of Trivial Pursuit, which gave a huge advantage to the baby boomers. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot overestimate how much stuff we knew that there was no chance anyone else in the in the group. I mean, those millennials, Gen Z, they really had no shot at some of these questions. Like, like, who lost the first Super Bowl? We lived through that. People knew. Of course, that was Kansas City. Everybody knew that over, over a certain age. Um, there were a lot of questions and answers that involved a place called the Soviet Union. (laughs) (laughs) These people did not know that. Liam, I feel like your team went on a run where France was the right answer to a whole bunch of questions. A lot of questions about France, French, France. I mean, we we had a small team, but a small, effective team. Uh, yeah. It was me and then my son and my, and my nephew, Sam. And that yeah. was a strong team because we all had individual knowledge. Well, Sam knew everything. So that was helpful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everything. He knew everything. I mean, I'm just guessing. Sorry, France. You know, I don't mean to insult you, but in a current edition of the game, France is not going to be figuring quite so prominently. <laughs> and then, oh, here we go. My team, we got a question about... What was the movie that Lee Marvin won his Oscar for in like, I don't know, 1960 or something? And on my team, our cousin-in-law, Kevin, knew that the correct answer was Cat Baloo. What are the chances? There's no there's no millennial or Gen Z who, w- who would have been able to get that answer. So Even Colin, who's a real movie buff, he had the question. He turned to me. He said, look at this answer. No one's going to get it. And sure enough, <laughs> at Baloo, he couldn't get Kevin came through with the cat Baloo. So that, that would be my top tip. If you're organizing a family reunion, get yourself an 81 edition of Trivial Pursuit. Because uh, it does give you the leg up you're going to need against the the younger people with fresher brains. That is all. <laughs> yeah, it was it was really that was that was all fun, Liz. I just think you undervalued that that tremendous lightning storm. Though, I mean, we could not have planned that better because that was sort of the Saturday evening kickoff or finale, and it was like Julie had had planned this right on time. Photos had been taken. You know, it was people were just sitting out. It was like having our own personal fireworks show ahead of us. And even people from Texas said, wow, that was a huge storm last night because it had it all. It was like lightning and it kept we watched it come closer. And then the wind picked up and then the rain started. And that's when a lot of us fled into the library for the, the trivial pursuit. But it was like the perfect the perfect way to finish it off. 
Julie, you did an amazing job in the beginning on Friday night. You gave a beautiful toast, as you always do. You know, that's something that you're so good at and thanked everyone for being there. But you talked about the legacy of, you know, getting together as a family and how important that is. It's definitely something that we learned from our parents. You know, our mom is one of four sisters and our dad was close to his family. And we we did make these regular trips to get together, however inconvenient or however many children were involved, we still managed to do it. And that just really spoke to me because I looked at my boys, you know, 28, 25, they were there with their cousins that they don't get to see all the time. And I just hope that that they do this. I mean, mm-hmm. right. They were as excited as anyone to be at that family reunion. It was no, I wasn't dragging anyone to the family reunion. Everyone wanted to go because we did. They remembered the ones in Oregon and they liked the cousins. And even if they live all over the country, they've really gotten to know people through these reunions. So I just am grateful for that. I think you did an amazing Amazing. job and sort of carrying that on. It's so worth it. You know, it's so worth it and so satisfying to have three generations together, to have my grandchildren make sure that they know who the morning stars are, that they have, you know, that they meet, they get to spend time with their cousins and just win fun games. I mean, I, it was incredibly satisfying to see all the different interactions that were going on during the weekend. And, um, you know, and I think, I mean, that's where you should spend your time and effort is, you know, putting good out there, creating these connections and and creating a legacy for your family, however you define it. We had some we had some wonderful uh, boyfriends and girlfriends that had attended. I told them on Friday night, like, good luck, do your best, you know, <laughs> try to keep up. It's going to be very loud, you know. Just and they were great. They know? did. They just tremendous sports, and they were, you know, and it was great to have. You know, uh, that it was, you know, it was great to have people that had a lot of enthusiasm. There were full hearts there. Everybody just was so happy to be together. I, you know, and that, that was great. And I think a weekend worked perfectly for our family. I know some family reunions are longer, but I think this was, we ended on a high note with this spectacular storm. Uh, We had a little yoga on Sunday morning, uh, some breakfast, and people went on their way. Well, it was a beautiful, beautiful family reunion. Thanks to to you and your husband for, you know, being the instigators and being the hosts and giving us all a reason to get together. Amazing. Thank you, Julie. <laughs> and there was a, lo- a lot of miles traveled in minivans, people stuffed into the same cars, just like when we were children. It was great. It was great. <laughs> Liz, summer is coming up, and you know what that means? It means you're grilling. You're grilling and chilling there with your your butcher box. What what do you got going on the grill this summer? Well, you know, here's the thing. Because I'm going to be up in in Bend for part of the summer, I'm having my box sent there, Leanne. That's great. Go on vacation with your butcher box is what what I'm recommending. (laughs) Either way, you're just going to buy meat and fish and stuff when you get there. Why do that? Anyway, I love their steaks. I love their scallops. The scallops are really good. And the chicken thighs, all good. I'm ready. That's right. ButcherBox gives you peace of mind and easy to find high quality meat and seafood you can trust. It's 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, 
pork that's raised crate-free and wild-caught seafood, no antibiotics or added hormones, and as Liz said, delivered right to your doorstep. And you can customize that delivery plan, Liz, right? Because yeah. it can go wherever you want it to go, whenever you want it to go. If you want to delay it a week, you know, speed it up a week, you just go to your ButcherBox account and you can make that all happen. It's so easy to manage online. Yeah. And if you're like Liz, you can take your ButcherBox on vacation, which is... <laughs> That's nice. That's nice. <laughs> nice to have something familiar there. <laughs> yes. So if you want to take your meat on vacation, sign up at butcherbox.com slash sisters and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional 20% off. So you can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash sisters and use code sisters to choose your free for a year offer. Plus get $20 off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. Liz, you know, we love talking about FrameBridge, don't we? We do. <laughs> because, <laughs> because there are just so many fun things to frame, Leon, aren't there? Right. Anything. You can just upload a digital photo from your phone and they can print it and frame it. And that is a gift right there, a gift people would love getting. But Liz, you recently had quite an exciting FrameBridge experience. Would I, you I like did. to share? Would you like you know, to? I talked about how when we were at the Bruce Springsteen concert, I was with our brother Dick, his wife Susan, his two kids, and one of the roadies threw us the set list at the end of the show, which was amazing to get the actual set list for the actual concert in Los Angeles. And we're like, oh, yeah, any day now, that's going to be in a place of honor in their home. Sure enough, Leon, they have already frame bridged it and sent it to us with a picture. So I'll be in Bend next week, so I'll get to see it. But it's just excellent use of the frame bridge resources, the Bruce Springsteen set list. Fantastic. And this is gift-giving season. So if you have a graduation coming up, a wedding, a shower, Mother's Day, Father's Day, look around. I'm sure you have something fun you can frame and FrameBridge can do it for you. It's easy and it's affordable to frame just about anything. You get fair and transparent upfront pricing based on the size of your item. There's a great selection of frames. And as we've said in the past, fast service, free shipping, rate or gifts. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Liz, not many things in life give you a happiness guarantee, but FrameBridge does. If you're not 100% happy with your piece, they will make it right. So if this but sounds like- you are like... going to be happy, okay? <laughs> That's just the Satellite Sisters promise. You're going to be out. You're going to be happy you did it. See why FrameBridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit FrameBridge.com or see a local FrameBridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything, like a Bruce Springsteen set list. That's FrameBridge.com. Thanks, FrameBridge. We are back, and I wanted to do a little ICYMI. That's right, people, in case you missed it, this is just major news that happened while we were off. Um, I decided to pick three top stories. Number one, Elizabeth Holmes went to jail, and I kind of feel bad about it. So let, let, me, let me explain. So Elizabeth Holmes, she's 39 years old. She's now entered federal prison camp Bryan, which is a minimum security all-female prison in Bryan, Texas. She's now had two kids. She turned herself into authorities on the 30th of May. As you recall, I'm sure everyone remembers, she was convicted on four counts of fraud and her medical startup had really duped investors out of millions and millions of dollars. So point one, she was definitely guilty. 
Point two, she definitely deserved to be punished. Point three, do we really believe that Elizabeth Holmes is the only one in Silicon Valley who has, who is like fraudulently taking money from investors over, say, the last 10, 20 years? No, I do not. No, I do not. It's like, do we believe that Martha Stewart is the only one who was engaging in insider training? Insider trading. So I just have this thing in the back of my mind, like, yes, she did it. And yes, she deserved to be punished. But other people must be doing this, right? What? Sort of like the Martha Martha Stewart. Uh, yeah. That, yeah, they yes. uh, selected her in particular. Huh. Yes, I, I I don't know. I'm I'm not sure it was a plot. I just anyway. So she's in jail where she deserves to be. I just think there are lots of people that should also be other people that should also be in jail. Okay, story number two: artificial intelligence AI. I would say that in the last few months, AI went from something we were laughing about that kids will use it to cheat at school to something that's actually going to kill us all. And uh, I know, my gosh, I, I was, yes. what is happening? Okay. I can't face those stories, Liz. All of a sudden, all these people that know a lot about it, which of course does not include us, all the people that know a lot about it are saying things like this, quote, we are now seeking to create machines that are vastly more intelligent and powerful than ourselves. The potential for such machines to apply this intelligence and power, whether deliberately or not, and in ways that could harm or subjugate humans, is real and has to be considered. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm just saying AI is not fun anymore. There's, there's not fun. I'm glad, I'm glad we got the family reunion in before we were killed by AI. I mean, killer robots, just for starters, killer robots. I, that just seems science fiction-y, but I guess not. Anyway, so AI, just all the fun has gone out of AI. That's well, um, in two well, weeks. Yeah, yes, well, correct. On vacation, all the fun went out. And then for number three, I thought, well, I should either talk about the debt ceiling agreement or the fact that Kim Cattrall has agreed to make a uh, cameo in the new Sex in the City. So I'm going with the latter, Kim Cattrall. Okay. <laughs> so, so last week we found out that Kim Cattrall, who, you know, famously does not speak to her co-star and producer, Sarah Jessica Parker, or the showrunner. Michael Patrick King. She refused to be in the, you know, what did they call this thing that came back? It's the, uh, the, the name and of so the it goes like or that. something. No, I just know. like that. And so just like <laughs> she refused to be in the third movie. So she was not invited to be in the first season of, and just like that. But she apparently secretly agreed to be in a single scene in the season two finale. So, and it was shot, she was all by herself in a parking garage somewhere, interacting with no other members of the cast, allegedly. Anyway, I thought that was major news <laughs> that you would want to know. The first, two, the first two episodes of And Just Like That, uh, they drop on June 22nd. That is everything we know. So there you go. The top three <laughs> stories you might have missed while we were off. Excellent report, Liz. All right. I have two two Yellowstone stories. First of all, I finally watched Yellowstone. Uh, I watched the first two episodes on the plane. That's the best best place to watch any epic film uh, that's supposed to have great cinematography is on a tiny plane screen, I find, <laughs> through, through earphones. Um, all right. I know everybody else watched this during the pandemic, but I did not. Could not get my husband engaged in this. But finally, I'm like, it's Kevin Costner. I'm watching mm -hmm. that darn show. 
It's about Montana. It's about oil. It's about ranching. It's about real estate development. Uh, still cannot get my husband interested. So I watched it. I had heard it was a little violent. Boy, is it violent. Wow. I didn't know there were that many ways to kill people in the first two episodes. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. I mean, it, it sort of levels out as it goes forward. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Julie, because okay. I was like, is this legal in Montana? Just killing people? I don't really <laughs> understand. So um, I was doing that thing where I had to put my hands over the screen on the plane because I didn't want young kids seeing what was happening. Okay. Anyway, Yellowstone, <laughs> I'm on it. Uh, I, am I going to carry on? Of course, because Kevin Costner. Okay. Mm -hmm. Second, the actual Yellowstone. Okay. This week, the, the the Yellowstone Rangers had to issue an urgent call for visitors to protect wildlife and respect the safety regulations because of some of the idiotic things that tourists have done with actual wild animals. I'm sure there's a YouTube channel on idiots at Yellowstone. I hope there is. <laughs> but these are people trying to pet bison and nearly being gored. How about this? They had to euthanize a bison calf after a visitor from Hawaii picked up the animal, <laughs> picked up oh, the really? bison calf, and that meant the herd rejected it. Oh, thanks a lot, visitor <laughs> from Hawaii. That's great. There was another woman taking a selfie near a resting bison, almost got gored. So that's, oh, wow. Okay. Oh, just this week alone, there were some visitors who thought a little baby elk looked kind of thick. So they put it in their car and they took it to a vet. Uh-oh. What? Instead of what is wrong with people? Anyway, if you're going to Yellowstone, they are now uh they're now finding people pretty seriously if they find you uh closer than 25 yards from all wildlife and at least a hundred yards from bears and wolves, people. Yes, yeah, stay. I know. I mean, do you see the guy that's like trying to scare bears? That's his thing at Yellowstone. Seriously? Yeah. Like he like jumps in front of them and like screams and put his arms up. I, I, Oh, yeah, there's a video on him, too. Yeah, they to give him a ticket. Okay. okay. All right. I feel like they need Kev the real Kevin Costner to head over to the real Yellowstone and get something going there. He seems to be in charge of everything just in that part of the world. People, you think? <laughs> just, just surrounding them up, taking them to the train station. <laughs> right? Yeah. I know. Anyway, there you go. Please do not pet the animals, please. Okay, well, my news story that I, I was thinking about, and I think it's particularly relevant because there is a lot of summer travel, Airbnb. There was a story in the Wall Street Journal uh, that was entitled, Why is Everyone a Five Out of Five? You know what I'm talking about. You get in that Uber car and you have to rate your, you know, your driver. And People don't want to give bad ratings now, because if you give your driver a bad rating, that person is going to turn around and give you a bad rating. Right. I mean, mm -hmm. that I, or if you're at a, staying at an Airbnb, OK, even if it's a dump, you don't want to indicate people I have, uh, you know, they have confusion about this. They, they feel guilty that they don't want to be mean to the drivers or to the hosts of the Airbnb. And so they just give them a five. So now, even if you see a five rating for uh, for a, a driver or a, a Airbnb place, you have no idea whether that's really true. Right? <laughs> it's true. It I mean, whole purpose, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. it used to be important, but now if you have anything lower than like four point seven 
I mean, then, you know, you are, that's like a disaster, right? Does that really mean the drivers are not going to come pick you up? They're going to know that about you and just. Yes, they know your rating. Yes, Liz, they know your rating. Don't you know that? And you better not slam that door, Liz, because I'll (laughs) knock you down. (laughs) Don't leave a mess in the back seat, Liz. Okay. I will confess, like I stayed in an Airbnb last October in Connecticut and the Airbnb was really good, except it had super cheap, like a really cheap wine opener and like really cheap, like cheap knives. And I ha- I did not put that in the review. I did DM the owner. I'm like, hey, like, for God's sakes, get a decent wine opener and get some decent knives in this place. <laughs> so, That's how I do it. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like I wanted to get that out, but I didn't want to be like one of those people that complained on the on the main site. You're right, Julie. It messes you don't with want to give Yeah, Liz, yeah. do you give bad ratings for uh, for Uber drivers? No. Well, I haven't taken Uber Uber in a while, but over Christmas when I was on vacation in Hawaii, it was a VRBO, and I did the same thing that Leon just said. I knew that we were the first guests in this unit. So the owner had been very direct with me. There might be some things that aren't quite right yet. Please just let me know what they are. So I certainly didn't put that in the review because I knew what I was getting myself into. We got like a 20% discount because we were the first guests in the unit. So I I gave him a super positive review because it was a great place. But then separately, I sent him an email saying, here are the things that are not quite done or that you could fix. We did love it. But as long as you asked, here's my list. And he was very grateful for that. Yeah. Yeah. So I know it is. You're right. Well, sometimes it's when it, what's the point really <laughs> of giving a bad rating? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, why be mean? Why? I'm right. I'm working hard. They're trying to just make a living. They're not, I mean, I, I, I see that. So why, and if I feel like if someone was drunk or high or dangerous or mean, yes, I would report that. But if, you know, I don't know if you just don't like their music, it's not that important. Yeah. Is it? No. Well, <laughs> yes, it is. I did what's... report someone once for like running a red light. I thought that was legit. But that was just a Santa Monica taxi. That was a long time ago. <laughs> okay. Liz and Leanne here, and we are so grateful to have Osea support Satellite Sisters. Why? Because it's just a great product. Holy cow, do we, we love Osea's skin and body care. And you know what? This Mother's Day... Just look no further than Osea. Spoil the moms in your life with the little luxuries from Osea. The moms, the stepmoms, the bonus moms, the people who bring a touch of something special to your life, aunts, grandmothers, they would love a little Osea this Mother's Day. And you can get 10% off your first order by using our code SATSISTERS at OseaMalibu.com. And Liz, you know what every mother and mother figure needs? What? More moisture, Liz. They need more moisture in their skin. <laughs> in no their kidding. skin. I mean, really, the creams, the lotions, the oils. I love it all. That duo they have going. Oh. Like, you can't miss with the duo of Osea. Liz, the mega moisture duo. Yes. You can you can literally see your skin get firmer. And it just delivers <laughs> this full body glow. Okay, you know we have raved about the Andaria Algae Body Oil. Mm-hmm. Well, pair that with the Andaria Collagen Body Oil. Youthful, Liz. A youthful glow is going to (laughs) happen. And it's infused with Osea's signature Undaria seaweed. So it just smells so delicious, doesn't it? 
I know you're talking about giving it as a gift. I also suggest just giving it to yourself <laughs> because you're worth it. <laughs> that's, that's true. That is absolutely true. Okay, that moisture duo I mentioned too is a great value because you can save 16% plus the extra 10% with our code SAD Sisters. So this is it. This is a win, win, win Mother's Day gift. Spoil the moms in your life with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with the code SATSISTERS at OseaMalibu.com. And you get free samples in every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Osea is spelled O-S-E-A. So head on over to OseaMalibu.com and use code SATSISTERS for 10% off. Thanks, Osea. Hey, it's Liz and Leanne here, and we want to thank Pros for supporting this episode of Satellite Sisters. Now, you know, Liz, I've been out and about with my new book, The Marriage Sabbatical. Mm -hmm. The book is getting rave reviews. I'm very happy. But you know what else is getting rave reviews? My hair, Liz. My hair from Pros is getting <laughs> rave reviews. Leanne, I am not surprised. You have been on that Pros hair regimen for quite a while. I mean, you have good hair anyway, but now you have great hair because you've really paid attention to it. Well, Liz, pros is made for people, not hair and skin types. Personalization is rooted in everything they do, from their in-depth consultation to their made-to-order model. And you know what? I love the regimen they have me on. I, do I take the hair vitamins every day? Yes, I do. Do I use my shampoo and conditioner made especially for Leon Dolan? Yes, I do. Do I sometimes use the leave-in conditioner when I, my hair is really dry? I do. And I even have a pre-scalp thing that they give me. Okay, pros, you, you're the boss. I'll take it. <laughs> you tell me what my hair needs. That sounds good. And here's the thing. It's personalization, Liz. For yeah. millions of possible formulas, only one is uniquely Leon's. Okay? And I'm I'm using it. Pros isn't just better for you. It's also better for the planet, Liz. They're a certified B Corp, cruelty-free, and the first and only carbon-neutral custom beauty brand. So, Pros, we love you. I love the photos of my hair. Couldn't be happier. <laughs> photos of your hair. There are people in the photos, too. That's the thing about a book tour. Everybody yeah. has their picture taken with Leon and then post it. So yeah. the hair is important. <laughs> Couldn't be happier, Pros. Pros is so confident that you'll bring out your best hair and skin. They're offering an exclusive trial offer of 50% off your first subscription order at pros.com slash sisters. So you get your free consultation, then 50% off at pros.com slash sisters. And pros is spelled P-R-O-S-E, pros.com slash sisters. Thanks, pros. Liz Leanne and Julie Back were the Satellite Sisters. Hey, hey, that big fun weekend is still happening. Boy, thank you to everyone that has, who, that, what is the correct grammar? We don't know. Who, that, they, which, everyone, who has bought, purchased tickets. A big thanks to you. Uh, we have sold a lot of tickets, so we are going to have a big, fun crowd, which yeah. is amazing. We can't wait to see you in Minneapolis, October 13th, 14th, and 15th. Tickets are still available for you know our big, fun weekend. It's a meetup with your satellite sisters. There's a Friday night cocktail party. And I just want to say, Julie has already pitched some icebreaker ideas to us. Liz, I was a little skeptical until I saw her incredible work this yeah, weekend at yeah, the family no, reunion. Yeah. I mean, no, I, just keep those icebreakers coming. Okay. <laughs> I feel like now that with the family reunion is done, I'm on to the Satellite Sister family reunion at the Big Fun Weekend. I mean, 
you are our family. We want you there. And we're going to have a lot of fun together. No pickleball. No, <laughs> no, no pickleball, but we will have a live podcast. We will have dance. I mean, we have hired an awesome DJ for a Saturday night for the Mama Mia dance party. I know people are getting their outfits together. Liz, I mean, I think you did such a spectacular job emceeing the family pickleball tournament and making up those <laughs> prizes. You're going to, I, we're definitely going to enlist you to emcee okay. the costume judging. That's okay. going to be great. All right. Uh, no losers. No losers. Just just five out of five for everybody. Um, I'm just very yes. excited. So I just want to let people know there are tickets still available. There are only a few more rooms available, like a limited number of rooms available at our special rate in our room block. So if you are thinking about coming, you might want to get on that you know, sooner rather than later um, so you can secure those special rates at the Hilton in Minneapolis. But thank you. Thank you. Super uh, super response to this. We're very excited. We are really looking forward to this. Should Maybe everyone should bring their own game of headbands. And so we can just have hundreds of headbands games happening over the weekend. <laughs> that would be funny. Um, all right. Also, I want to remind people I'm going to be on Martha's Vineyard next week. That's right. On June 15th, I'm going to be appearing at the West Tisbury Public Library on Martha's Vineyard with my friend, she's an artist, Elizabeth Green, and we're going to be talking about creating and cultivating in midlife. Cultivating creativity in midlife is what the presentation's called. I'm working on a PowerPoint as we speak for it. We're so excited. There will be book sales and art sales and come together if you happen to be on the vineyard or if you're on the Cape and you feel like maybe I'll take that ferry over or if maybe you're on Nantucket and you want to take the ferry over. So many ferries, so many ferries in that part of the world. Uh, think about it. We will be there Thursday, June 15th at 4 p.m. We would love to see you. And if you're coming, just DM me. Let me know. It'd be good to have some idea who's coming. There'll be some refreshments. Uh, that's what, that's how you're luring people in. <laughs> I feel like at the family reunion, Leanne, we got a preview of your wardrobe for Martha's Vineyard. Like you, <laughs> were, you were testing out some very nice summer outfits. Yes, Thank you. Did. Thank there you. There was a, a lot of style going on there, Leanne. Very, Thank very you. stylish. Yes. You know what? You're exactly right. I was doing that. I'm just packing the, it's the suitcase is going to be exactly the same. Uh, so for the event on Martha's Vineyard, and then we are going to, my friends and I are just going to the Nantucket Book Festival. So let me know if you're going to be there. Uh, we'll, we'll be around too. So that next weekend. That's All right, fun. Liz, entertaining sisters. What's happening? What's yeah, happening yeah. with you? How is um, the movie? Okay, so I wanted to recommend a movie that was recommended in the Satellite Sisters Facebook group. Several of you posted that you really enjoyed the movie, You Hurt My Feelings, which stars Julia Louis-Dreyfus. So, of course, you know, you got to go. And was written and directed by Nicole Hall of Center, whose movies I always enjoy. So this is, Julia Louis-Dreyfus is a writer. Her husband, played by... Tobias Menzies, Tobias Menzies, who you may also know as Prince Philip in the Crown. Uh, he was an Outlander, Liz. Yes, he was. Oh, really? He was. Yes. yes. Very nice. Does not know. Nice. No, yeah, nice. he plays the like super cute husband who is a therapist. You know who's also in this? Stewie from Succession. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actor Arian Moywed. Yeah, he's the brother-in-law in this. So I just enjoyed seeing Stewie because Succession had just ended. Um, anyway, so the it's a movie about like what goes on inside 
you know, a marriage when people have expectations about the communication. In this case, Julia Louis-Dreyfus has a book that she has submitted to her agent. Her agent is not getting back to her. She's starting to feel terrible about herself. Her husband keeps telling her, no, it's great, it's great, it's great. But then she overhears him telling Stewie from Succession that he didn't like the book at all. And so this, I'm not spoiling anything because that's really in all the trailers. Right, right. So then it's really sort of an investigation of what do you say? What do you not say? How do you support someone in their work? How do you give them the pep talk they need versus saying, yeah, meh, 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 meh. And they, and both Julia Louis-Dreyfus and Tobias Menzies have issues going on. It's not just hers. And also in the other marriage, you see that dynamic at work and you see just a number of how two different couples sort of handle the difference between, okay, you really want me to tell you the truth or you don't. So right. I right. really, really liked it. I thought it yeah. was great. It's a very thoughtful adult. It's like a thinking person's movie. Thank goodness. That's just so nice. Now, serious, Liz. That, yes. I mean, it's no, not... no, Julie, it is serious. Yes, it's very serious. Like if you were going through a bad patch with your significant other, I would not go see this movie together. This would not. This is because this is more about plumbing the depths. And unless you're ready to plumb, eh, I would I would give it a pass. But no, it, part of it is very, very funny. And, you know, Julia Louis-Dreyfus is so great. And uh, so I, I totally recommend it. But I would also say that having never been married, uh, I do not know, is this too close to the bone for your, to you actual married people or not? So, <laughs> well, I mean, I have to say, for me, when I saw the previews that it was a writer, it's gotten a lot of uh, back-channel communication in the writer community. Yeah. I'm always surprised when people say, you know, does your husband read your books beforehand? Does he? I get that question a lot. I'm like, no. Why on earth would I let him read my books? <laughs> I mean, there's just, there's first of all, there's the fact he doesn't read a lot of fiction. So, yeah. It's not like his opinion's not valid, but it's not going to be helpful in any way. And second is, it's not valid. I just don't really want to hear what he has to say about it. All, the only thing he can really say is, this was great. So I, I don't want yeah. the truth at all. So uh, so I'm very curious to see it. I'm, I have plans to go this weekend by myself to go, see the movie, okay. to go see the movie. I think that's the play for you. As a yeah. writer, yes, I think that's the play. Julie, yeah. are you interested in this movie? I, I don't know. I, I guess I'm on the fence about it. That's what I would say. Um, I, uh, I think lately I have been veering towards uh, sort of easy, easy viewing. This sounds like it's it, there. It's not easy viewing. So um, uh, okay. I would have I'm making it sound more serious than it is. Okay. I think okay. what you would like about it is that it's a lovely, true human story. Okay. Um, All right, Liz. That's you know, written and directed by a woman whose work I think is worth supporting, Nicole Hall of Center, starring a woman whose work is always worth supporting, Julia yes. Louis-Dreyfus. So do not write it off. It is actually, okay. it is, I, I, I enjoyed it a lot. I'll just leave it at that. So Okay. All right. That's a good recommendation coming from you, Liz. We can circle back. Uh, then the flip side on Entertaining Sisters, got to say, TikTok this week is the finale for season 20 of Top Chef. So um, this is going to be very dramatic. They're in Paris for the finale. The two final episodes are in Paris. So I do not entirely agree 
with the last set of decisions the judges made okay. about who, who's ending up in the finale. I'll just be honest about that. But I think it's going to be a great finale. I mean, it's Paris. It's food. It's beautiful. And what makes me kind of sad is that Padma Lakshmi, who has been the host for every year except the very first year, she announced that this is going to be her last season. Wow. So this this, this wow. finale will be Padma's last episode. And I think she has done a fantastic job hosting and shaping the show. She's been an executive producer for a long time. So just, you know, I'm looking forward to it, but it, it, it makes me a little wistful that uh, that we won't have any more Padma. Wow, that's amazing. I, di- I didn't realize that. She does an amazing job. I mean, remember yes. that like season two, she was on Satellite Sisters because Sheila loved that show so much. Yes. She was yes. our guest many years ago, but she does do an amazing job shaping that show. And she has a great palate and always you're really on point things to say yes. about the food. Yes. Oh, yes. but you yes. know what? She'll go on to do great things. I, I really admire her. I like she her already has another show on yeah. Hulu, which is all about food in the United States, which is really good. But, you know, Top Chef is special. Anyway, so I, I see it as an opening for you, Liz, cooking with ladies. I think you <laughs> throw your hat in the ring. Don't sell yourself short, sister. Okay. okay. All right. All right. I well, do want to remind people, though, in the Satellite Sisters Facebook group, we have been running the Best Out of Context Line contest throughout <laughs> season 20, where you just type in whatever. They say crazy things to each other. So you just type that in, and then after the finale, so for next week's show, anyone who typed in anything, it's just a drawing. It's not a judgment. It'll just be a drawing. Somebody is going to win a Cooking with Liz apron. You know, you're going to get either a piece and sauce apron, or you're get, going to get a I'm an eyeballer apron. <laughs> anyway, you got, you got to be in it to win it. It's in the Satellite Sisters Facebook group. Uh, fun. That's fun. All right. I want to make one recommendation. If you're um, wandering around uh, now in the TV landscape thinking, what am I going to watch after succession? Or you need something to ease the pain of the loss of Ted Lasso. I want to recommend Somebody Somewhere, which is on HBO. Um, You know, this show has been on for two years. There are two seasons of it. There are like eight episodes each season. It is a thoughtful, funny, sweet show about grief and acceptance and family and faith. It's set in the Midwest. It has a really unexpected cast of people that you might not be familiar with who just come together and create just really gentle, loving funny, thoughtful episodes. Um, Bridget Everett is the star, and I was not familiar with her work prior to watching this show, Somebody Somewhere. But what's great is it's really like a career maker for her, and she's in her early 50s. Like, she has been out there as a, she is both a comedian and a cabaret singer, and she has been out there, you know, touring and doing work and tiny parts and all kinds of movies for the last 20 years. And this is this giant breakout show for her. And she is so good at it as the main character who returns to her hometown of Manhattan, Kansas, to care for her dying sister. And then when her sister dies, uh, again, that's not a spoiler. That's the premise of the show. Um, her, Her whole life just falls apart. She has to kind of completely recalibrate who she is and what she is and and she has a one remaining sister and her father and mother have all kinds of issues and she has a wonderful best friend. I just love this show. And uh, it's sort of a an ep- it's like Ted Lasso. You kind of laugh and cry every episode mm-hmm. and just 
there aren't that many shows that I watch that I think do a great job of incorporating faith into um, into the script. This is one where there's a there's a very believable exploration of faith, which I think okay. is All also right. really unusual. So it's a you're going to meet a cast of characters. Um, so uh, so just hang with it because I just think it's a wonderful show. Somebody somewhere, and it was just renewed for season three, and I'm super happy about that because oh, that's great. Shows like this don't necessarily, they didn't make the splash of Ted Lasso or Succession, but it's out there and it's great. It's great. So somebody somewhere is my recommendation. Um, all right. Anybody else? That's it. We got, that's we, it. I think we're done. I think that's I think the show. I think that's the show. Ooh, we got to <laughs> take Unless it. Unless you'd like to uh, do some Trivial Pursuit 1981 <laughs> questions here at the end. Well, I was... I was surprised no one mentioned that. I did win the trivial. Oh, pursuit. I'm so uh, yes, I'm sorry. I, I meant to mention that. Liam's team, which you referred to as the one true team, because yes. they started with three people and they ended with three people, whereas most of the other teams started with three people and ended like with seven people. Uh, so the one true team did, in fact, win. That was Liam, Sam, and Colin. Yeah. Yes. I, I'd like to give almost full credit to Sam. Uh, he really bailed us out on a lot. Anything that had to do with science or geography or military history. He really knew all <laughs> he that. He did. So, um, but but uh, anyway, thank you, Liz. Thank you for yes. acknowledging that. Um, we'd also like to thank our engineer, Sergio Enriquez. Thank you, Sergio. And we want to wish you a very happy Father's Day, Sergio. Yes. Happy Father's uh, Day. And his Father's Day. And congratulations to Emily Loudermilk, our um, our uh, graphic designer whose work you can see on our Instagram and in Pep Talk and all over the place. She's got married while we were on vacation. So that's fantastic. Way to go, Emily. Way to go. Um, and our to do today is just to wish uh, all of the satellite misters in our community a very happy Father Day, Father's Day, whether you're dads or uncles or big brothers or mentors, coaches, teachers, or if you're just someone who has stepped in and stepped up to help raise the uh, raise kids in this in this country. We appreciate you. You're needed and you are appreciated. Thank you so much. Happy Father's Day to you. Right. Have a great day on Sunday. Yes. Have a yes. great day. All right, sisters. That's the show. You you have a great week too. Okay. 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 Thanks, Lee. All right. Don't forget. Call your satellite sister. Call your dad too. <laughs>